Oh my lord, we've been having too much fun. Somebody's mic isn't on. Everybody's mic is not on. Uh, well, I don't know who number two was. Oh, was that you? No, that was me. Yeah, that was mine. so rude. I can't reach all the way to hell up here, so I guess me and I are sharing. Alright, bad. Devin is really laughing about this damn earwig. It's so funny. Clean your ears, folks. That's all. I'm so dead. Well... Actually, don't clean them because that's not good for you. <laughs> Please get it together. <laughs> Word. <laughs> it makes great for the end of the semester edit that I'm, I'm going to force uh, myself to do. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Uh, welcome to Ooh, the demo. <laughs> okay. Proceed. <sighs> Well, the semester is coming to an end, so everybody on campus, please remember to study, hand in all your finals, do all your work, don't fail. Don't forget your FAFSA. There you go. And that was next on the list. Good job. <laughs> wow. Uh, FAFSA is due, well, sometime next year, but make sure you do it early so you can get all your monies because the government will definitely snatch that as fast as possible. They really will. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so welcome to the Devin Hour. I'm your host, Devin. And today we have a very... Uh, a packed room, yeah, mm-hmm. right, uh, with a bunch of the reoccurring hosts that was here throughout the whole entire season. Um, air quotes around season. Do I call this a season? Yeah, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. the yes. fall. Season. It was a season. Fall season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have Tasha, of course. Hello, I'm Tasha Elaine, formerly known as Mixed Terra. I host the Live at Five Mix on Fridays at WKNJ ninety point three FM. Nice. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Maisie. Hello, everyone. And Derv. Hi. And we have a ghost, as usual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we always Justin. have a ghost. We always have, have a ghost. ghost. Yeah. And today's ghost is Justin. <laughs> 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 Not with the sigh, like he's tired of <laughs> <laughs> Um. So as as we do every week, uh, today we talk about music. Um. But in particular, we're talking about your favorite albums or your favorite singles or whatever that you heard throughout the whole entire year. So for me, my favorite albums of 2018, I have a top five. You guys don't have to come up with five. I'm just extra. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's M&EK with Language. If you don't know who M&EK is, he is a uh, British artist, a black British artist, a black qu- queer British artist who released his whole entire album, Language, which was absolutely amazing. It was the gay album that I needed. Um, he wrote songs for her, uh, too. We like two. And um, he wrote Never Forget You with Zara Larson. Mm. So he wrote some bangers. He even wrote um, what Hold Up for Beyonce off of Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Hold Up? Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, there was like 17 other writers on the song, but. <laughs> he was one of them. Yes, he was one of the many artists right. to write that song. So his album was really, really good. A Nail Saturn, best R&B release of this year. Goldfish, right? Um, Ariana Grande <laughs> with Sweetener. I think was arguably the best pop album of this year. What best pop, what other pop album came out? Period. And then uh, Mariah Carey with Caution. Great release. Amazing release. Stream one more game. Stream the whole entire album. Stream one more Oh, game. actually, stream All I Want for Christmas is You because this song is about to go number one. Again. And it's about to be, it never was number one. It's about to be her 19th number one. But every year everybody says stream the song is going number one. Why hasn't it gone number one yet? I don't know. She performed it last night. I saw her performance. It was kind of dry. Oh, I didn't. I don't know where she performed it at. Um, Fake fan. Fake fan. I don't even know. Cardi <laughs> performed, too. Her performance kind of dry. I guess it was just a dry night. <laughs> uh, years and Years with Pablo Santo, another 
a gay British group, which was really, really good. Honorable mentions go to Cardi B for Invasion of Privacy. Forgot that album was released this year. It's been a long year. Uh, Tinashe with Joyride. Um, Christina Aguilera with Liberation, which was a great album. There's a lot of honorable mentions. Yes, Mm -hmm. because they deserve it. They weren't top five for me, but they were there. Uh, Casey Musgraves with The Golden Hour, which is my (coughs) winner for album of the year. And Little Mix with LM5, even though it wasn't their best album. I still like it. So there you go. Wow. Favorite albums? Favorite singles? Um, I had to search up mine because I'm so reckless with my Spotify. But <laughs> I was listening to Toby Lou and The Loop, his yeah. little EP. Like, when I was going through it this year, like, that kind of gave me that pick-me-up that I needed because it was so playful. You know, like, his sound within that album was just so playful and lighthearted. And I appreciated it. It's very... um. I mean, it didn't really reach, you know, the radio, but... That's almost all good music doesn't. You know, <laughs> the radio. but it's like fine. That. that was my favorite album for the year, definitely. Um, what about you, Naya? Mm. Oh, she's searching. Talking right to now. the mic. So, probably uh, Black's album was up there for me. That was good. Um... Uh, definitely been getting into uh, Meek Mill's album, mm-hmm. and... Minus the the one slip up, the whole entire album is good, and I've been listening to Somebody it. Somebody has to stream it. Um, her of acor- course, and oh yeah, I forgot I forgot to mention this, but I forgot LMI dropped the album this year. <laughs> <laughs> <I hate you. laughs> it was like two months ago the album dropped. I know, too. but I guess she wasn't an honorable mention. <laughs> it was because I feel like it was kind of short lived, like. Yeah, the album the album was good. I listened to the few songs. Well, that's because we had boot up for so long. Mm-hmm. By the time the album came out, it was like, <laughs> um, <laughs> what you want us to do with this? Uh, like Devin said, Evasion of Privacy. I forgot the album came out this year. It too. feels like it, it was released no, like last year right or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was, was right. It, it was in April. It was during the summertime because I remember like being a hood right to that album. Goodbye. <laughs> it came out like no way. That's, that's what I'm saying. Wow. It dropped in April, but I it think. Feels, I don't know. It's it just, just so feels relevant like that it's just a right very there. long time. Um, very long I'm period of time. <laughs> Anyways. Derv, don't start with me. <laughs> okay, well, well, well. Go ahead. All right, Nancy. so now you already named a few of mine. The Meek <laughs> album, Black's album is definitely up there too. And one of my albums is a Travis Scott album. I could listen to the whole album through for the Travis Scott album. It was just produced so lovely. Yes, it was. It just it was good. Yeah. Um, Meek's album has a lot of good features too. Like I usually don't really like features, but all of them were good for the most. part. I like part. the Cardi B feature. Yeah, had a lot of features, but every single feature on there was good. Yeah, besides like- Rick Ross's, but that's something else. I mm. mean, he had his little slip up, but I still like his part. I mean, minus the word, but I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Y'all don't have to like Rick Ross, but I think the song overall was a good song. Oh yeah, so. because the song is definitely stuck in my head. Like I can bop to it, but I'm like, uh, we can go we can definitely do without the word there. I guess. Oh, well, yeah, we Somebody already established that. <laughs> Somebody has to So, yeah, Travis, Meek, and Black, I think, are the ones that are up there that I could listen to all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like, don't have to skip any songs. That's it for me. Yeah. Derp. All right, so one of my favorites was Room 25 by No Name. It just came oh, out. Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love No Name. She's the best. I just love the way she... She kind of like walks into the room and she's like, I'm here, so accept me. <laughs> like, it's too late. I also like a couple singles uh, from Rex Orange County. 
He's awesome. Yes. I love him. He's so cute. Best Thanks. friend is a bop. Right? Mm. Best friend is a bop. And that's pretty much it. This wasn't a big year. A lot of throwbacks. I'm a throwback person, so. That, you are a throwback. That's what I noticed. I feel like I was listening to a lot of older albums this year. Me than too. Than, like, the current ones. Because yeah. I looked at my top five on Spotify. I don't know if you guys, like, did yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. real yeah, quick. But, <laughs> well, Tanache was my top artist of the year. But I was listening to, a, apparently, as, as they say, I was listening to a lot of uh, Janet Jackson. Yeah. And, um, Janet Jackson popped up in my top five too. She slapped. She also released a single earlier this year. Made for now. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then I saw her. Th- I saw her this year, and I met her this year. I hate which I, which I was like, I don't. I didn't think I listened to that much Janet. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think because her albums are so long, it probably just kept on streaming as I was like doing something else. But yeah, Janet. Janet was in my top five. Christina Aguilera was in my top five. I only listened to her album this year, the Ooh, new you one. You were going through a diva kind of mood. Yeah, it huh? was like it was Christina, it was Janet, it was Mariah, it was Tanache, and it was uh, I forgot who the fifth person was, but it was all girls. It was all divas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was listening to a lot of warmth. Like I found Erica Badu in my um songs. Like Makes sense. Yeah. I, don't be like that. She's a vibe. She is. But I'm it's scared like, of her. What? Why? I don't know. I won't listen to her music. I'm scared of her. That's it. What did she ever do to you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm literally just scared of her. Like, My friend is scared of Michael Jackson. Well, because he kind of looked crazy, <laughs> but I just needed that warmth this year. We all were at one point. I ain't going to lie. Mm. Mm-hmm. We all, I mean, I, I grew up as a Michael Jackson fan, so... I kind of got desensitized to it <laughs> over the years, but when he first, the first album I bought by him was called Invincible, and that had um, You Rock My World on there. Yes. <laughs> and Butterflies on that album. and But the intro to the album is creepy. Like, it's just weird. Like, a bunch of noises, and the beat is just, ugh. Yeah, because he likes to be in touch like that, but he can't really pull it off, in my yeah. opinion. Oh. I don't think so. Because, oh. how can I say it? Like, he has a soft voice and a soft sound, but... He's so known for, like, that funk, you know, mm-hmm. like them trumpets to blare and, yeah. like, to have those strings in the back. I'm so used to him doing that. He's been doing that for, like, yeah. years. So for him to try to bring it down and to bring, like, you know, all that extra into a track, it's just, like, come on now. Yeah, Michael is known for the extravaganza. Yes, exactly. I so think that's how you describe it. <laughs> it is extravaganza. It because is. he worked with, like, who? Quincy Jones? Yes, Quincy Jones. Yeah. Um, A lot of people from, like... Motown. Yeah, as he got older and he started working with like producer producers, so it was like, uh, Michael, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Go back to the instrumentation, please. Honestly, <laughs> I wonder if he ever really truly had his own sound though. Like it wasn't the influence of he had a Jones. signature voice, so you knew when yes. he was on something, you yeah. could tell when something was produced or written by Michael. Mm-hmm. So he he's very signature that way, just like um. I about I don't. I I'm not like even going to do it. Crown. I wasn't even going to do it. I was going to say, like, just like R. Kelly. Moving on. But you could tell Stop. when it's an R. Kelly song. You could tell when R. Kelly wrote the song. You can. It's a, you can. He has a signature. <laughs> yeah. We don't we like it, him, but he has a signature sound. Yeah. Michael has a signature sound. Just like Chris Brown. Chris Brown, Every yeah. album. I mean, granted. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, he right. starts off with that. I mean, um, I'm tired of it, but it's signature. <laughs> it's signature, <laughs> and when I hear it, I end up I end up bopping to it, but. 
Well, you got a point, I mm. guess. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think Chris Brown really has I, that I think they all anymore. stay. He does, though. You know, within every song, he starts off with that little... Um, What's it called? It starts with an F. Uh, falsetto. Falsetto? Yes, he starts the off with that. The falsetto that needs work? Yes. <laughs> oh my He's been doing that for so long. Goodbye. Don't wake me up. <laughs> Wait, why? Uh, that was a mess. <laughs> first, of all, first of all, you said that, and all I heard was beautiful people. That was a bop. That was yes, beautiful, beautiful people was a bop. Was a, you could catch me. It's a bop. Like, it's a bop because he was barely singing on it. That's mm-hmm. true. He wasn't really singing yeah. on it. He, he wasn't was just saying talking. nothing but beautiful people. That was a good song. Who produced what that? What was that era of music? 2010 to 2014. That oh, I was about to say, um, yeah. But that stuff was like strictly dance and yeah, not really like EDM. Show, Just yeah. feel good music. Yeah. That was a really interesting That's era. That's our feel good music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody else was like, mm, I hated it, but right. too much noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, These damn youngins. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was an iconic era. There was a lot of great music released. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Everybody Especially the style. Everybody. Everybody, was Everybody was in the pop. Everybody was pop. Okay, but Rihanna was the one who really like stood out she did because what loud loud was a great album loud and i think fantastic. loud as far as like the dance pop era goes i think that album really kind of initiated it a little bit it did it kind of set it off because when she came out with only girl in the world we said we that said, huh? um snm um, yeah and that was her red hair stage oh said, okay, her sis, best she needs to go back love. to the red hair yes. that was that was a good we found stage. love really just oh yeah after loud mm-hmm. she did i'll that. never forget when she dropped we found love, and we were just like, we were like, yeah, what did the, we? What the right. hell is we this? Like, mm-hmm. Calvin, who? Remember ah, Calvin? Yeah. Harris? Right? Yes, that's like, who we is first Calvin Harris? Him. We were like, yeah. oh no, he's been around since David Guetta, though. No, he has. They've been around since like early two thousands. They're like rivals in a way, but not they really. Are. I think yeah, they kind of are. Calvin Harris mm-hmm. and David, David Guetta. Yeah, because David Guetta has such a poppy sound to it, and mm-hmm. he like navigates with um people who have the same sound. Like, yeah. what's his name? Tio Cruz, when he was big, he really, like, latched onto him. But, like, Calvin Harris, he has, like, a signature, almost, like, editorial style yeah. to mm-hmm. his he music. He really survived that era. Yeah. Calvin. Like, David Guetta, he kind of did He kind of fell off yeah. a little bit, I yeah. think. But Calvin Harris is still out here and flourishing. Mm-hmm. I think so. David Guetta is only, like, surviving based off of his features with other right. DJs. The old, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Right? So, like, when he works with, like, Major Lazer or, like, Avicii, mm-hmm. uh, Recipes to Avicii. Right. But oh when, God. yeah, when, when he worked with them that's when the songs really flourish in today's world but yeah. he really didn't have that much longevity outside of 2012 right like to once 2012 honest. came away it was kind of like after titanium i was like who? right For real <laughs> david who <laughs> get, get who right like i was i didn't know calvin harris has always been that girl though mm-hmm. to be honest yeah so for today's playlist, I'm playing some of my favorite songs from the year. And of course, I have to put uh, Mariah's song is on here. <laughs> you and that imaginary If it's one more again, don't play it. It ain't one more again. Then don't play <laughs> it. ain't the best song off the album. That's the best song off the album. Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> Your opinion is biased. <laughs> it is biased. But I got taste. I'm not, I'm not a stain, so. Stan. Stain, 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 stain. No, if you're a Nicki Minaj fan, then you're a stain. I'm dead. Wait, why is that not what you? Not what you're coming No, because crazy. it's not, nothing is like stain, uh, it's stain. Devin was being. And you can have Miss Belgian waffles. Yeah, I don't I like Belgian, I like waffles that you like got to put inside the toaster. 
like eggos. Mm. But you don't yeah, like, like waffles eggos. that you put in the waffle maker. Yeah, I don't nah, like Belgian waffles. Yeah. They don't get they, they don't get me. the like a crunch to it. Or That's something. true. They don't. Really I don't get like it. It's like slop. it's just all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, Derv? He's <laughs> like. Well, welcome back to <laughs> the Devon Hour on WKNJ 90.3 FM. Um, so, topics. Yes. It was a long week. Wasn't it was it? a long week. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to put this on here, but I guess I'll just address that now. Uh, uh, Kodak Black <laughs> and Ebro in the Morning. I don't know if you guys saw the interview. I didn't. I see the piece that they keep reposting on Twitter. Yes, but with it. him walking out. Oh, um, no, I didn't see that piece. Ebro did what had to be done. Oh what boy. did he do? Um, he just asked the question. He well, he didn't even ask the question. He just uh, after the interview was done, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Ebro just said like, um, after everything like blows over with your case, I really would like to have you back as a guest so we could really uh, talk about sexual assault or mm-hmm. whatever. Because you know Kodak Black was accused. I think he even went to jail for it. Yeah. For doing like doing some type of sexual assault or rape. I'm not necessarily sure what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ebro just said, you know, when this stuff blows over, you come back and we could discuss. Because it's all alleged. Like, he went to jail for it, but it's still like, oh, he may not have done it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, then Kodak just kind of got mad about it, and then he walked off. Mm. And I was just like, well, you know what? A hit dog will holler. <laughs> he, Ebro hit you with that, and you were just like, right. well, got to go. Right. So you can't get mad at that. And But then... For people to say like it was inappropriate for Ebro to say that, it's not. This is your. This is exactly what's happening to you right now. Mm-hmm. You didn't give the radio host any deep like any briefing before the interview, right? So they could know what to say, what not to say. So I'm gonna ask questions. Yeah, I they think asked, people were saying they didn't it even ask the question. He just said like, yeah. whenever this blows over, come back so we can have a serious conversation about it. Right. That's all it was. If you feel some type of way about that, then you kind of just told it yourself. If mm-hmm. you ask me. So, Kodak. I think people whatever. were saying it was inappropriate because it's still technically an open case. So they were yeah. like, Ebro, you shouldn't be talking about it while it's still open. But he didn't open. like dig into like the yeah. details. Even yeah. Ebro said like, I know we can't get into mm-hmm. details about it because it's still an ongoing case. But right. whenever it come, whenever it blows up, just come back. But we see That's that it hit it a nerve. So I mean, it's a clear indication yeah. that something you know happened. Yeah. something happened. Whatever yeah. it is is up in the air, but it's mm. a clear indication that you don't want to talk about it for some reason. So exactly. Um, we'll get back into Ebro because he he is just like a switch to me. Like just he like does something right, and then just he like just to me. say something. Well, I don't really care for him at all. Period. But well, I don't really don't. Yeah, I don't really care for Charlemagne at all. I like him. I like what he does. I like his um. What does he do? <laughs> no, I'm serious. He's a radio host. No, I mean, <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like what he does for like the community. Because I was about to say what? Because no. <laughs> I don't see nothing. I like his um his work ethic. That's it. In okay, the field well, okay. of radio. Well, okay, we'll give him his work ethic. There you go. I mean, <laughs> that's what we'll um, give him. So, first, Maroon 5 is having a hard time finding an act to perform with for the Super Bowl. If you don't know, they asked Cardi B. Cardi B said, <laughs> no. Uh, following in the footsteps of Rihanna. And mm-hmm. Rihanna and Cardi B make sense because they have hits with Maroon 5. Mm-hmm. You know, if what's that song they did? Don't be... Like Something this. so long. No, the song with Rihanna. It was it was oh, a hit. I, oh, I, if I, I never see your face again or something like something that. Something along the lines. I don't know. That. Yeah, but they invited Rihanna. Rihanna said no. I'm in support of Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. so I will not uh, be performing. As and so should. did Cardi B. Um, so yeah, sorry Maroon Five that nobody wants to join you on right. this performance. <laughs> oh nobody well. Nobody black. That's for sure. I think you should just uh, do the SpongeBob idea. 
I like that. I don't want anything that I like associated with the NFL at this point. Okay. I the but the Mercedes Benz Stadium they posted like a gift from that SpongeBob episode. Bro, they should just do it in honor of that. So I don't know if that was the hint, but if they just slapped that in there, yo, that's mad corny though. Uh Like. Maroon I 5 and then Spongebob. No, but I don't think it would be like the performance. I think that maybe they would just like play the song at some point. That would be real stupid if that was the performance. Like, no. <laughs> don't do that now. Right. Okay, pay your homage, but let's get a performance. I guess. They'll never get another performance. I think after the buffoonery of last year mm-hmm. with Justin Timberlake, or mm. this year, long year. Yo. I know, it was. It was the Timberlake. Paying homage to Prince, knowing Prince didn't even like you. Right. Mm. That was crazy. I was like, wow. I didn't really pay too much attention to the performance. I think I was more so excited that the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's your city. And they won. That's fine because the Giants were were to have won. Yo, New York, right, New York, New Jersey would have been going down. ham too. So we would have been upside down. Yeah, literally. New Jersey and New York would have just flipped. Yeah. New Jersey and Philly. That train station was disgusting. <laughs> that train station the was disgusting. The whole city was trash. Let's be clear on that. They were tearing down the wait, whole Wait, wait. They had it was it was like the Super Bowl was so big that at like the birth rates around this time right now, they're saying that's from the Super Bowl. No, like, shot. How many people like how many people had kids around this time? It's from the Super Bowl. Are you for real? Disgusting. Why? <laughs> Disgusting. I said, they, they, they were they were calling like the they was calling like the Super Bowl baby boom. That's what they called it. Yeah. And I was looking like, are you serious? And it was like, yeah, like, like it's an overwhelming amount of people that got pregnant around. Give me but <laughs> but they're like, but you know they're like that. They're like, oh. Uh, the Eagles won. We having a baby tonight. I would not want no baby after that. Oh, Anyways, no. I enjoy. I enjoyed the foolish foolishness. Next on the how about I say I next would. on the docket? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> the Kaya and T.S. Madison just jumped out. I'm so sorry. Um, so there was a beef with Drake and Kanye. I honestly oh, give it a Kids, give it a rest. Give it a rest. Can you call it a beef too. though? Because Drake didn't necessarily respond Can to anything. Can you call it a beef when Kanye was tweeting to himself? Like where where's the beef? I think it was where's more of a the- Twitter storm. <laughs> where's the <than> beef? Because <laughs> um the thing about Kanye, right? Because we spoke about this on on the mind, which was absolutely insane. How do you deal with someone who has such a hot temper like that? Like, how can you take them seriously? But I give respect to Drake for trying to reach out to him and be like, Yo. listen, I'm trying to release my stuff. But let's be honest. Hmm. Does Drake care? No. Drake is still going to collect his coin. <laughs> Whatever Kanye is doing, so Drake's going to collect his coin, so. so essentially, like, the beef started from, well, this time. Mm-hmm. Like, it started from, like, um... I think Drake had a sample that wanted to be cleared, and Drake and Basically. Kanye didn't clear it. Hmm? He didn't clear it because that. he felt like what he said within his song about his sneakers with Adidas oh, yeah, it hurt yeah, the yeah. sales. Mm-hmm. So he felt like no, you know he petty. Okay. He was basically <laughs> being petty. But I just find it a little funny and ironic because I mean, let's be clear. Everybody gonna listen to that song now, regardless yeah. if the verse is on there. No, it's not even like the song didn't get clear, so I highly doubt it was ever going. It's to a get, new song. I guess Drake was recording like new music or whatever, mm-hmm. and so he was going to use a something about Yeezys, and Kanye mm-hmm. didn't like that. That's mm-hmm. literally it. I thought Kanye was going off about the sickle mode because Drake was like checks over stripes. Who 
knows? Yeah, it's multiple things. That it was. It was about. so it's much going. It was so much going on. I literally could not follow the story. But legit, that Drake and Kanye thing was the least interesting part of this whole entire beef. <laughs> so after that little situation of Kanye basically talking to himself because Drake basically. did not respond, Drake nor do I think Drake cares. Like, Drake is probably over there in Jamaica with his baby having a grand old time. He's not in Jamaica. Well, he's, Drake is... He's Drake, in Turks. In Drake thinks he's Jamaican, life. so... He just, he thinks I'm he's bad. a little bit of everything, yeah. to be quite honest. And it's... At this point, it's Drag fine. Him. I don't even care. <laughs> right. You don't? Um, no. But Ariana Grande, yeah. she... Oh, yep. She tweeted, oh, and she was saying, like, I know that there are men beefing right now on the internet. Because it was, it was legit all up and down my timeline. No, that it was beef. taking over all, everyone's Twitter. Yeah, so Ariana was like, okay, well, I know that there's this beef going on over here. But over here on the women's side, me and Miley Cyrus, I don't, ew. But me and Miley Cyrus has has some decent songs being dropped. So just look out for those. She Miley said, Cyrus is canceled. That's why they're... What she no. do this time? No, literally every time Miley decides that she wants to come out and then come back and then come out, why is she trying to act like, do you see what she's doing now? Like she was like voguing and all that. Who are you? When you just had that country bop <gasps> back Ooh, there. So I'm confused. Country bop or country flop? Well, not bop, but I mean, you just had that country whatever mess. And now you want to be <laughs> voguing and doing whatever you're doing. Like, she just really confuses me. What She just uh, is just worried about being popular right in that moment. That's whatever is going to set her off, is she's going to do it. Whether she need to come out <clears throat> with country music or she need to go well, back you, into the black yeah. media again. She'll she, do it. She doesn't care. She saw that the country stuff or the folk stuff wasn't working right. for her. So now she's going back with, like, black producers and when she dragged them whatever. The she wants, day. yeah, she wants the banger's success again, which we don't but, necessarily care for, but any regardless of that, Ariana mm-hmm. tweeted that, and then she, um, yeah, and then she just, you know, disappeared or whatever, and then hours later, I guess Kanye was like, well, let me respond to this. <laughs> and so Kanye he was... was- no, he was really going through it. Like for what? He was ha- he was literally having like a mental breakdown on Twitter. Yeah, he was he was basically saying that Oh, she said You're something. Yeah. She said she said something. She said something about her and her it was so weird. And I was just like, Kim, just shut up. We don't care that you're releasing a statement. Kim is always giving these iPhone press releases as if we care. I swear. It's like Who she's are you? the PR management. Who? It's like the Kardashians is his PR management. And Kim, I find it hysterical. Are you? Who? Kim, who they are, are you? It's like, who's supposed to be keeping tabs on Kanye? Else. He's his own boss. Well, yeah, they are. He's crazy. I just Nobody find it crazy. It's like. Did it? I thought no he fired one. his whole team. He did. Regardless. He's, he's literally nuts. Regardless. I don't know any of those Who cares? details, honestly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're missing your train, you better run. <laughs> um. So yeah, Kanye responded to Ariana and basically was saying that she was using him to promote his song. I mean, promote her song, Imagine, which is a great song. So what? But I don't even. I didn't even see it as. It's really just a whole bunch going. He on. just wants attention. Yeah, then how did Pete get in it? Pete okay. Said he wanted to die. But <laughs> yo, now don't you busting through the door? Hello. Uh uh-uh. uh. No ASMR. Like- no ASMR. Okay, I won't eat it here, but please. 
But I'm confused as to how Pete got dragged into no, it. Or I, that was just okay. I got it. I got that it. I got crazy. the timeline. I got the timeline. Okay, because really? I'm confused. That was crazy Tell sauce. Us. I got I was the like, timeline. Oh. So. Um, well, he been did, I think. <laughs> I think on, he was already depressed. But like, why would you pull it out? I don't know. Everything was so messy yesterday. Okay, why but everything happened yesterday. I got I got the timeline. Let him announce. Thank you. Um. So yeah, after. Kanye responded. Ariana responded and was like, um, "Yeah, I was not. I don't need you to promote a song, mm-hmm. essentially." And she was like, "I hope everything is going well with you and your mental health." Period. This is all for this is all for Batum, honey. I don't know the exact tweet, mm-hmm. but uh, Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande's ex, um, Beyonce. <sighs> that was an error we would like to, like to forget. Right. Thank you. Um, so he essentially <laughs> tweeted saying. <clears throat> Bravo, Kanye West, for standing up for yourself and speaking out against mental health. I can't explain how how what the what the hell are you saying? I can't explain to you how difficult <laughs> and scary it is to be honest about stuff like this. And then he just kept saying, um, never point. No one should ever point fingers at you for your bravery uh, and speaking about mental health and how he. Like he said, we need people like Kanye, mm. and then said um, that he is seriously disgusted. Before you guys drag him, let me just get this read on first, <laughs> because right. start the read off. Because I so you're disgusted about the comments of, of people, you know. <sighs> let me get the words together because there's a lot going on, and it pissed me off on so many levels. Because Kanye West is basically playing the victim. He's weaponizing his mental health. For people to feel bad for him. But let me just first start off by saying just because you are going through mental health issues or you might have like a disorder or you're diagnosed with something that doesn't give you the excuse to be a trash human being. Mm-hmm. True. There are a lot of people who go through these issues True. and they don't say the things or they don't act the way that he acts. Right. So that's number one. Number two. You're saying that you're disgusted about people criticizing Kanye West for his incorrect actions but you weren't disgusted with your own jokes when it came to the manchester situation Mm -hmm. you weren't disgusted with that with your jokes when it came to ariana being inappropriately groped Mm -hmm. at aretha franklin's funeral that wasn't disgusting to you so you decided you wanted to make jokes about that but when it's a conversation that affects you suddenly oh oh you guys you guys not supposed to be doing that and it's one of those cases where now you want to comment on something now that it affects you directly Mm -hmm. And it should never be like that. If you're going, this cognitive dissonance that's going on, and we're going to get to Nicki Minaj in a minute because she decided she wanted to give her two cents, and I'm tired of this oh, hoe, so yeah. we're going to go in on her right. later on. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> I'm tired, and I'm so tired of Nicki. This whole year, just been garbage for her, her music, her yes. career, her life, her boyfriends, her brother. Like, it just been trash. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Drag her. Back to Miss Kanye. Um, I'm not even going to say miss because I don't su- feel like subjecting you women to his foolishness. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, with that being said, don't weaponize, I think Ariana said it best, like do not weaponize mental health for people to feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. Your mental health is completely different than your actual actions. And that's how I have to say, whoever wants to take the next read, go ahead. I mean, I you, said like, yeah, you said everything, so. but I just feel like, are you that low that you got to use it like as a defense? 
Yeah. I, I feel like he was really just pulling straws at this point. Yeah. He was like, let me just use my mental health. Like, I, yeah. I, I got to be messed up. And for Pete Davidson to be like, oh, right. we, we need people like Kanye. And then bring, like, I don't think that he understands. Kanye is not the, a role model right now. Right. Let's not. start there. He doesn't he understand hasn't the been context. He's a, a long time. He's being a fool. Yeah. He's not understanding the context of saying something like that. Like, right. oh, we need people like Kanye. Um, Kanye, I don't want Kanye or Pete to be the face of this discussion of mental health. Right. Because they're the wrong people exactly. to have the discussion about. Completely incorrect. 100% incorrect. Like, the wrong people. And, and, and Kanye is what, bipolar? Mm-hmm. There's other artists and celebrities out there who are bipolar. One being Mariah Carey, my fave. She was not acting up like that. Right. She was not saying things like that. Come and on. What I'm truly confused know. about is why is mental health even being brought up if you're talking about beef about sneakers? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, yeah. why was he talking about his mental health? I guess. And you're coming at Drake about I don't like what you said on a song. Yeah. What does that have to do with your I mental guess because health? since Ariana interjected and Ariana has been very vocal about her mental health issues and mm-hmm. her struggles with like anxiety, he was like, how kind of like essentially like how dare you talk about me when you're going when you're going through this or you know what I'm going through because you're experiencing it so why would you make that joke or why would you right. tweet that but, but that has nothing Kanye, to do yeah, with any of that's what I'm saying Kanye has already been talking about the mental health and all of those tweets so I'm just trying to fathom where it connects to you're saying that you have beef with Drake and Travis Scott and all this different stuff going on why are you trying to drag your mental health into it too yeah that's just what I'm not sure about if you're saying that you want to have a conversation with Drake then have a conversation with him why is mental health even being brought up that right. is the other thing I'm tired of all these celebrities acting like they can't go to each other's house that's what I'm saying why do you feel the need to go all <laughs> All on Twitter, like, bro, you can contact me. Contact them then. Like, what? Why yeah, do you have to put and, on a show? And for Pete, I know he's he oh. kind of left like a, I don't want to say he left like a suicide note, mm-hmm. but he but was he saying like he was. Did and then he kind of did. People were like, people were either hating on him or trying to defend him, and it was like, you're, you, you, both parties are wasting show? your time. Why are you putting on a show? Yeah, I think for the most part, when it comes to Hollywood, they need. I mean, the highest access to facilities for these people who are specified within those fields to help them. But they could afford it. They can. They can. They can. That's, they the, can. But that's the, the kicker. But it's for them to actually want to yeah. take that initiative and want to do that. I think it's so. something that needs to be... <laughs> he, said, he said that. He He's said, he said yeah, I stopped taking my medicine and First I feel all, better than ever. When, when you stop taking your medicine, literally, you do have you have a psychotic breakdown. Like, yeah. You do. There's and a that's pattern. that. Like, they feel like the medicine makes them feel, they don't like the side effects of medicine. And you're talking about with Kanye, right? Yeah. Any, anybody with, like, that has, like, a, a, like a psychological disorder, yeah. they get on the medicine, but the medicine, they don't like the side effects. It makes them tired. It makes them, it makes them like uh, fatigue. Like yeah. just all types of crazy things. They don't like the side effects, so they stop taking it, and they feel like they feel much better not on the medication. When in reality, they need the medication. Yeah. And that's that's literally what we saw. Like literally a psychotic breakdown because it literally came out of nowhere. And then he went and he switched. Well, and then he went when he saw people were coming from he coming for him. He switched to. You shouldn't bother nobody with mental health disorders. Yeah. And that's that's kind of sort of what people like that do. Yeah. With mental disorders. So, Nicki Minaj. Oh, let's start reading number two. Uh, what did she do? So, she gave her two cents on the situation. So, her first tweet was saying, um, was speaking about the whole Kanye and, well, people criticizing Kanye and Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so she tweeted about that, and she was saying, we could be so insensitive. God bless Kanye and Pete. Being flip, flippant about mental health speaks more about you than them. Stop saying the word love and live it. Love is an action. And then she proceeded to um, retweet some of her fans, because I feel as though she lives in an echo chamber. Like people, oh, like people, she constantly follows people that just praise her all the time, that just looks up to her. She does. She doesn't really take criticism. She lives in this echo chamber where it's the same thing that she's saying. She's, she's basically hearing herself, that's talking her to herself, and that's where her arrogance show and her narcissism shows. But. Narcissism. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Just saying a word because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so Pete, so she retweeted Pete and was saying, um, Go give this man some love, my God. And then she was saying, then there's one of her fans tweeted, um, the world needs more Onika Mirages. No, they don't. We don't That's need her. <laughs> we don't need her. Most of y'all are too afraid to give a helping hand to someone who des- desperately, desperately needs it. And then she retweeted saying, the realest thing I read all day. Just because, just because it's popular and fun to hate, love you, baby, this made me proud. So let me just get this read on first. Mm-hmm. So, number one, Onika, you just constantly just make things about you. Mm. You just made this whole yes. entire situation oh, about you. Right. The situation was about uh, essentially like the beef or like Kanye and or Pete and people talk. talking about them, or whatever. Even though Pete and Kanye constantly want to go out in public and say ignorant things, but then they want to use their mental health and weaponize it mm-hmm. when people criticize them on what they said. Granted, there are people who, you know, who do bully people online, people who do say inappropriate things online. But when it when the read is deserved, it is deserved. Kanye and Pete deserved the read that they got. Mm-hmm. So you should have just sat there and ate your photo, Nika, because <laughs> I'm absolutely tired of you making this whole entire situation about yourself. This has nothing to do with you. We don't need more of you. You're arrogant. You are inconsistent. You think that you're better than what you are, and you're not. Wow. Okay. So, wow. And so I am. So we're discrediting. I don't care. The hour just got dark. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because it just, it pisses me off so much because this has nothing to do with you. And then for you to tweet Mac, tweet about Mac Miller saying, you guys did the same thing about Mac Miller. As if like your friend Ariana would not be triggered by something like that. Mm-hmm. First off, nobody, when Ariana and Mac Miller broke up, nobody said anything about it because we didn't care. Right. And that's period. It was a breakup, and if there it. was and if there was something criticized, it was because Ariana said, like, you know, the relationship was toxic. Yeah. That was it. Boom. And then after and after they broke up, nobody said anything about Mac Miller. If anything, people constantly gave him praise because he was releasing good music at the time. Yep. And he was unproblematic. <laughs> so he, he was just, Mac. He was minding his whole entire business. So nobody was saying anything negative before or after his passing. So what are you talking about? Why would you use that? So, Nikki, for the last time, <laughs> shut up. Fall off the face of the earth you're after too, 2019. What is it? 2018? Your career just went from up here to, like, the bottom, just like your album. <gasps> Read. Anybody wow. next? Wow. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, DJ George has to go because I have work. Go but ahead. This was an amazing. I do, but bag. I have to get a ride. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this was an amazing mm-hmm. episode of Devin. At the library, I cannot wait for next semester. <laughs> okay, thank At you. At the library. I have to-
Let me take the read in his seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. I'm really sick. Hold on, I can't reach the mic. <laughs> I need to stand up for Miss Onika. Can you turn on the light, please? So, first of all. Ooh, ooh, ooh hello. There you go. <laughs> Good morning. There you go. So, Miss Onika has been canceled in my book as far as it's concerned <laughs> because, first of all, your brother is a rapist. Mm-hmm. You work with Takashi69, who is a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Your new boyfriend is a rapist. I mean, what? what and, but wait, they all this? have a trend because they're all pedophiles. Yeah. Wait, no, not her boyfriend. Yeah, they were both. What, and, ooh, ooh, and I forgot yeah, this part of my read. So when she was saying, you know, be the action of love. Mm-hmm. What about the love for the women that you want to cater for that have been affected by the people that have been in your life, like your boyfriend? What about yes. his victims? Six nine. What about his what victims? What about your brother's victims? What about your brother's victims? What about your fans that were threatening culture's life? Right. What about? What about your fans who have been through sexual assault? Mm-hmm. What about that? Where's the love in that? She's been she through. Has, I think she's been through sexual assault she, too, right? And abuse. Mm-hmm. So for you as a woman who's been through these experiences, who's a who's a a figure to a lot of people who have been through those experiences, for you to be so quick to tweet about mental health and da-da-da, how about you condemn pedophilia? And how about you go out there and you condemn you know sexual assault? You haven't said anything about that, but you were so quick to come over here and defend these two wrong dudes, as you always do. You always defending the wrongs, <laughs> the wrong people, the wrong men in particular. Wrong men I mean, in particular. It's been right. a pattern. At and this the pattern point, will continue. I'm about to put her in muted words, muted people, blocked people. Oh, she's right next to Taylor Swift in my muted I'm words. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just over her. I mean, first of all, you objectify women in your music video. So let's start there. Yes, she did. That was disgusting. Let's start all the way there. That was literally disgusting. Mm -hmm. Period. But yeah, you think that you're the face of, you know, women. She looked disgusting. Whatever you think you are, you're not, sweetie. So. And this this really hurts for me because Nikki was really there. Nikki used to be our girl. She was our girl. Yeah. But there was an emotional. There was an emotional connection for me because. I've always mentioned this, like when Roman Reloaded came out, Nicki was showing us that as a female rapper, you don't have to be boxed into one category. Mm-hmm. You could do pop, you could do this, you could do that. Even around the time she was even using her quote unquote bisexuality, you know, to gain fans. I said quote unquote because we I'm haven't seen that girl with a girl since. Since ever. when? Since ever. That's what I was about right. to say. So I'm confused um, But about not her denouncing anybody's sexuality, because who right. knows? But at the same time, maybe she is. You were definitely using that as a ploy to get in those gay fans and get in those girls for your sales. But um, Roman Reloaded was that album. That era for me was very important to me, especially through my own process of coming out or whatever. So for this to be the outcome, it's kind of like, yo, you are just so trash and you don't care about she nobody but yourself. I saw something on Twitter the other day that was talking about her her uh, alter ego Roman and how the Roman that she that she got it from was a pedophile. Roman Polanski. And I But said, she even said in the song a stupid hoe. Yeah. Uh, something about Roman Polanski and Roman whatever. I really don't care. But mm-hmm. either way it's interesting. Yeah, Nikki, it's just interesting how pedophilia follows you. It's a trend. It, it seems to be everywhere you go. <laughs> I mean, really. Let she me attracts them out. like like a like a light. <laughs> mm-hmm. All these little flies. <laughs> Just interesting. So mm-hmm. she might have paved the way for Who? female rappers oh, okay. to be outside of the I box. Like how she did, but she's definitely Nicki not the queen of rap anymore. She was never she, the queen of rap. She was, in no, my eyes. I mean, no. You want to know what the kicker is, though? 
She claims she's not afraid of water, but yet she's drowning. Ooh. Her whole reputation and her career that she's built upon is not even real. If that you think about already. it, it's sunk already. It's sunk. It was. It was just. It amazing. was all just it's a like, whole entire big fantasy. I feel like her whole persona and who she's become is just an illusion to her, and she's stuck within her own fantasy. And who knows what's gonna bring her out of it? It ain't gonna be her. It's not even she's Nicki Minaj lost. we know anymore. It's not. She is a like, totally different very, person now. Very, very lost. L- but literally, I just feel sorry for you her. You can see, you can see the trend where you can see how confused she was with herself. From mixtape Nikki was completely different from the pink hair, the wigs, and everything, the chicken wing necklace. <laughs> then, then more to like what was that? I'm going to say high school because that's where I saw the change at again. High the high school era yeah. with that song. And then the Queen, and then after Pink she broke print. up with Safari, that was a great album. And then I felt like she she found herself in the Pink Print, but she then went on. I to feel like she also lost herself because when you're at the top, I guess she felt threatened, right? Because around I think after the Pink Print, that's when there was like a resurgence of like okay, female rappers were coming up, mm-hmm. um, especially with Remy Ma coming out of jail. Yeah, that definitely, you know that definitely, though? yeah. If you think about it, when you think about a strong woman, especially within the industry, you remember the authentic feel of said woman and how she forms within her own womanhood. And if you look back upon her career, she truly just does not know herself, and this is who she really is. We're now just seeing it, though. Same thing with Kanye West. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what kind of pain she carries when it comes to... Is that a bat? I don't know what that is. <laughs> but um, we don't know what kind of pain she carries when <laughs> it comes to um, scared of something else. Yeah, when it comes to her it's, yeah, and herself, it's very reflective of like the Kanye West situation as well. Like mm-hmm. we had this facade of Kanye for some. Well, we liked Kanye when he was saying things that we liked. When when he was when, real. when when he was saying was the opposer. You know what I mean? His, you know what? That's true reality. because the only reason that we don't like him now is because we don't agree with what he was saying. It was different mm-hmm. because we agree. But then also what he is saying is rooted in hate. I mean, hate. it is. It is. It would be different if you fun. were saying something and then you had some valid points as to like why. Well, he why. tries to think that he has valid but points. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. Because I don't want to paint her out as a villain. I just see her as somebody who just looks she at She built that narrative around herself. She's not but she's been right giving the people anymore. what they she want. She did. And she's, she's played only, her cards yeah, she's well. She's only focused on the title now. She wants to be the but one she, at the top. She so lost. The, she do. lost the title. She lost. She just. But she had she, the best platform ever to to do some things with, and she ruined it this it year with just attack. I I always talked about the trend where every time there's a female rapper, you like you don't hear beef with other female rappers, but then when this Nicki Minaj is Little Kim. Cardi B, Remy Ma, like... Why you always have to compete with somebody? There can be multiple people yes, in the like same craft that are good. You yes. don't have to be number one. She has insecurity within herself. But yeah, regardless, very regardless if she was number one at the time or not, she's the best-selling female rapper of all time. Like, she already proven herself. So for you to be threatened by somebody like Remy Ma, who ain't have a pop to piss in when she got out of, got out of jail, right. or for you to be threatened that started by, her career way before you and still wasn't really nowhere with her career. Right, and then for somebody like Cardi B, who is you know, who is literally following in your footsteps. If anything, that should have been like something like okay, let's collab, like let's work together, like let's see what it is. 
But no. And they tried to, and then that fell through. So, yeah. well, no I don't discord. know who tried. It was I don't know. If it it was, was it was I think it was more so Migos as Nikki to be on the track, yeah. but they had already had Cardi in mind to be in the track, and then so that's really where the drama started. I don't, I don't really, the, the drama started. The like, I don't really care about diagnosing the whole entire situation <laughs> yeah. again. We did it like five different yeah. times. But she's just yeah. toxic. She that's is it. toxic. She's she's horrible. So with that being said, Nikki, go shut say up. counselor. Shut up. <laughs> go come say back. counselor. Sis. Take a break and come back. Come back maybe when you're forty. You'll, maybe it's you'll close. be more mature then. No, I don't. I don't even think I want to hear any more music from her once she turns forty. Because what is she going to be? You're forty. What are you going to be talking? about? What are you going to be talking about that I care about? Yeah, like hopefully at this womanhood, point, whatever she's learned along the way. Go sit down and have some kids or something because you're just bored with your life. That's literally what it is. Yeah, for you to be beefing with twenty five year olds and stuff, like she's come on. she's freaking thirty six. You don't have no kids. You don't have a husband. You don't have nothing. All you have is this so called fame. Well, I wasn't even getting into that, but okay. Yeah, just so. tired. With that being said, I would take a break, but how much time we have left? Well, we only got a minute until 5 o'clock. But we're going overtime. It is the finale of the Devon oh, Hour. Oh, Miss Overtime. Let me get comfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> it is Let the finale comfy. of the Devon Hour. Yes, and we're going so, a little over today. Yes. So I have some questions I have gotten off oh, of. Um, yes. we, we love a good yes. question. That I got off of Instagram. I even got some from you. I got some from Jorge. Oh, yeah. And then I have some from others mm-hmm. um, that I think needs to be addressed. All righty oh. then. Um, so as far as, like, let's start off with the positive stuff first. Um, what was my highlight of 2018? I've had a whole bunch of highlights this year. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I can't pinpoint one. I'd say, like, one of the biggest moments, even though she paid me dust, was meeting Janet Jackson. Like, she really didn't care anything about me, which is fine. <laughs> which Girl, is fine. I got my flick, I got my picture, right. I got my likes. You it got is what it is. You got your little hug, and that's it. Right. She hugged you? Huh? Yeah, she was like, huh? You know, her little fake hug. You know, oh, hi. Oh, her church hug. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a highlight. Um, I saw SZA this year, so that was good. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I got to see the, the kiss between Kehlani and Demi Lovato, honey. Oh, I saw Lord. that live. Uh-huh. That was crazy. Um... Also, was it like a little peck or was it like a kiss kiss? I don't know what they were getting freaky on that bed. I don't know if you ever saw the oh, video. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, that queerness level was just. Yeah, it jumped. Mm-hmm. It jumped. Who um, knew, Demi? <laughs> Demi, been, been that girl. What? Cool, cool for, for the, the summer? summer? Never heard of her. Ooh, me wow. either. <laughs> I never heard of her. You never heard of Cool for the Summer. Wait, no. it, don't she whisper like Cool for the Summer? Don't yeah. tell your mother. Oh, wait. Yes, I did then. Yes. Oh, that's something gets on my nerves. Oh. I mean, I was truth in, in the in the passing and the passing relatable. that I heard it. Literally, I think I literally just heard that line. And I was like, "This one gets on my nerves," and switched it. Never even heard the song in full. It's fine. It almost <laughs> felt like that fine. friend was telling your secrets on the radio a little bit. Yeah, great times. Uh, another highlight: I bought my camera this year. <gasps> that dropped a nice check on that. <laughs> we love spending a check on stuff that we really shouldn't. Should it be blowing on? But it's fine. It's fine. I bought Miss Camera and then I turned 20 this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. My junior year. Yeah, that's about it. I don't know what else was. Everything else was kind of like <laughs> because down in the dumps. Sophomore year, the fall, is a blur. Oh, yeah. Sophomore year is a blur. Like, when I, I try to remember it. The spring semester was a, a fat blur. I try so hard fall to remember semester, it. semester, sophomore year. I really can't even 
get my mind that together. Was after Brielle's birthday, it was kind of like... It was just downhill from the, there, out really. Out the window. After Brielle's birthday, it was just downhill. Yeah. So I don't remember a thing about... It was about, just drama after drama. I don't remember. And then my head was too busy oh, in the clouds. Oh, and you were a commuter. Yep. So that's why it was really like, what happened? <laughs> so I was so out of the loop. Yeah. Um. So we talked about my year. The semester this year, we talked about this semester, wasn't much. Not the much semester was this semester. Um, I guess the highlight of this semester would be the Devon Hour, really, for me. Mm-hmm. That's the most successful thing I've done this year. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's about, <laughs> that's about it. Congrats to the show. <laughs> the show did her thing. Good job. As usual. Bridget's sound effect clap app. I don't have that. Um, <laughs> well, maybe the show didn't do her thing then. Uh, yeah, the show needs a budget. <laughs> Where's her sound bites? <laughs> um... So, people that have bettered my life. Who Jorge asked this one. Bettered my life. I'll say, definitely. I guess the radio station, right? The yeah. The the crowd that we draw that we drew in this semester was lovely. We have a mm-hmm. very positive crowd, very active crowd of children. <coughs> my mm. kids. Mm. Period. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, the radio station. I think those people have bettered my life in that. It's. Coming here is kind of like a safe haven, I guess, for oh a lot of God. people, right? Yes. And that was the goal. When I first came here in my freshman year, it was kind of barren. It was like you saw a dust particle just fly across. <laughs> what are those things called? Oh, them love them. The little, tumbleweed. Oh, the tumbleweed. tumbleweed. <laughs> yep. It was just a, just a tumbleweed rolling through here. And then we had the old equipment here. Mm. It was just a hot mess express, honey. But, um, okay, train. But once, <laughs> what's up with the train? When people keep missing their stops. <laughs> but um, yeah, when I came here, it was just dry and barren my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing with the show. But when I remember freshman year, the Devon Hour, mm-hmm. yeah. for whatever reason, the few times that I did stop by, strange. It was interesting. It was. It was. I think because it was the crowd I kind of brought along. Really wasn't a focus. It was just like, well, let's come over here and talk our stuff for an hour. Yeah. Um, and look where we are now. Yeah, sophomore year still a blur. I think even the show was a blur. The show wasn't even like I don't doing even much. remember your show. Right, I don't remember my show either, mm-hmm. sis. And then we had uh, we had Bianca, which she tried her best to deal with the scraps that was being thrown at her, honey. But it but this year the goal was to bring this place to be like a make this place a safe haven, make this place about um, I don't know, just accepting different people, which I think we have done a good job at. So the radio station, you snapped this semester. Good job. Um, Now, next question. Now, here goes the tea, honey. What is my problems with frats? I don't know why this person asked me this question. Ooh. And On that note, I'm going to have to go, guys. <laughs> I hope you have a great rest of the day. Lovely. All right. Bye. I have don't... a... Have a good holiday if we don't see you, Tasha. I know, yeah. I know, I live here. You know I'm going to be back. Yeah, see but the semester's ending, girl. Most of us are going Oh. Ooh. All right. See you, love. See, see you. So I don't know why this person asked me this. Because uh, I've been, that's kind of been like an underlining, like, topic in my head. Like, what is my real issue with, like, Greek organizations? Yes, he has a huge problem with it. Like, it's, like, like if you know, like, Dev, we, go, you go on this rent at least, like, once, once every, a week. every three, once 
a week, once every other <laughs> week, something like that. It's it's very often, oh. and he goes on a whole entire tangent about it. Yeah, but usually this, the discussion is kind of kept within the vicinity of this place. Oh, I really okay, don't talk yeah. about it outside. Right. I mean, I make my smart comments. Yeah, but, but not in, in detail. Yeah, not in detail. What the real issue is. But since somebody asked, I'll right. gladly <laughs> indulge in this conversation. This damn chair. All right. Switch the chair. I know, but then I'm going to be on the damn floor. <laughs> All right, we'll make it work for the demo. There we'll you go. And just point her down. Yeah, okay. There Can you all go. hear me? Uh, can you all hear me? Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. All right. So, yes. Let me just start <laughs> off with I don't necessarily like the representation of men. I feel like it's kind of just a linear representation. Like, you have to be so... Well, you don't have to, but it's like when you when they, whenever they go to like meet the Greeks or like mm-hmm. they're presenting themselves, it's always this over masculine thing. Like, right. look at me, I'm a man, I'm a part of a frat. And blah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how they usually depict themselves. And, and when it comes to black fraternities, it tends to turn me off a little bit more because I feel like black people, us being the oppressed, and then us uh, kind of picking and choosing. Like, okay, what's okay? Mm-hmm. How we should represent ourselves? Yeah. This is what a man is. Like, we don't have to do that. We're already criticized by society as it is, so why feel the need to fall into gender norms and gender roles and what society thinks? is Like, why? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it, survival. But we're at this point where we're just like, they're not going to accept us anyway, so why kind of dig into that? So I kind of I have an issue on that standpoint. Um, there's, like I said before, I use this word cognitive dissonance. I like that word. Yes. And I feel like there is a lot of that within organizations as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of their thoughts and processes don't kind of like lead up. So like you go out here and you do these philanthropies, but yet a bunch of your brothers is out here inappropriately touching women. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right. Um, And I also hate like this whole, I mean, I understand like being a part of a group or like feeling empowered through your group or whatever, but Honestly, but I, but I told you what that is more so. You said like about like the single, it's, like only it's child, like the only child, or yeah. like you not having no sense of fam- like you come like you come to college and you don't really have like no family or anything, and you just feel like you need that you around need to be you. a part of something. Yeah, but because, you don't have to because like, that was my roommate's biggest thing about joining her org. She was like, she kept saying like that felt like home, like they felt like family. Yeah. And that's why she. I did wouldn't it. have. I wouldn't have such an issue with it if it wasn't the representation, really. Because honestly, like if you're part of this group, or you're part of this club, then that's fine. Like that's what you want to do. And if you find, you know, your family through that, then that's great. But like how you present yourselves is horrible. Like you, like especially with certain black fraternities, they act like buffoons. You guys inappropriately and publicly touch women and you just act a fool in general that's not all of them but that's a lot of them and that's whether that's regardless if they're a black frat or not like they just do that yeah so i have an issue with that and um i'm about to really shake the table because i saw this sorority on snapchat the other day um and you know as being a sorority for you to be you know bobbing to like a six nine or a Kodak Black, or, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of these misogynists, I think that you're automatically stupid. So, yeah, there's that also. You can't be out here going doing these philanthropies for women, and then you're at your parties bopping the 6'9", this, this right. dude who's a pedophile. You can't be bopping the R. Kelly, this dude who's a... Like, come on, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> there's a lot of frats and sororities who do great things, who do, 
you know, give their time to different philanthropies. So that's that's great, and that's fine and dandy. And like I said, if you could find your family through that, that's lovely, but you don't need that. You, you shouldn't use that as a way to present yourself and be like, oh, I'm this masculine being. I'm this feminine being. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. No, you don't need that. Yeah. But that's that's my issue. I've just been dealing with that internally my, this whole entire year. And then this last question, of course somebody had to trigger me. Why do I hate straight men? <laughs> I don't. Deb, try again. <laughs> I don't. Deb, seriously, no. Like, I've realized that you've really dragged them, like... Because they don't take accountability for their actions. I don't I don't think that they're aware. You how could you not be aware? I really think that they're I really think that they're dumb that they're not that aware of what they're doing. But then Because some of them will really be like, Well, what did I do wrong? And it's like But then what do there's you mean? This, what did you, but what then did there's you? this other issue I have. Now you're just blissfully ignorant. You don't wanna listen. We've been t- we we tell these dudes all the time, like, okay, you're not supposed to be doing this. We constantly tell them. They they just don't want to listen. They want to continue doing whatever they want to do anyways. So eventually they learn their lesson. I don't honestly And I don't hate I don't hate straight men because then you th- I just hate a select few. <laughs> but 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 then you re- but then Dev, you really generalize it and you're just like y'all are stupid. Literally. Yeah. That that's the end point of the whole entire thing. I usually like, say that just to stupid. be like, I don't know. It's kind of like the end of the conversation. But like, yo, y'all guys are just dumb. Stop talking to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's because based off my experience with uh, straight men, is like this. It's usually been a negative one. Mm-hmm. You know, like they will say something ignorant. They will do something ignorant. They will say something homophobic. They will say something you know against women, and then their actions don't help either. So it's kind of like usually my experience with straight men have never really been a good one the only straight man that i have a decent experience with is my damn dad (laughs) and that's it there hasn't been a good one i'm disgusted i can hear myself breathing (laughs) (laughs) i'm stuffed i am congested that's 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 what it is and i don't hate every single one because that's not true but um, he there don't is, hate y'all, but he don't he don't really care I for do y'all think, either. I do think that there's sh- they should be taking more accountability for their actions. They should take the time to educate themselves more. Maybe I'm asking for a lot, but I'm just you ask- are asking for a lot, which is <laughs> sad because I'm just basically asking you to be a decent human being. <laughs> they got to take it a step at a time, Dev. Maybe maybe when we're like in our forties and fifties, this coddling thing that we also talk <laughs> about. I'm not going to constantly coddle you. No, you need to. I'm going to. Tell you 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 need to educate yourself. You need to take the time to do that. Period. So me saying like, oh, it's gonna take time. I feel like I'm coddling you. You are, but then I also but I also realize like it is it's literally just what we're surrounded by. We're surrounded by nothing but men like our ages. So they're stupid, literally. And I but even the grown men are dumb. Like. Speaking of grown men being dumb, we didn't talk about this. Who? Cardi B. Oh. And Offset. Offset, you won. Shut up. (laughs) So I would just, you guys, you guys dig into this read if you want to. Wait, I do not like how Rolling Stone made made their, like, so Cardi was the headline. Uh And they posted the Offset part of him interrupting her show. Yeah. 
to apologize. And I'm like, this is like, this is like one of your biggest headlines ever. And this is what you focus on offset apologizing. Yeah. First of all, clearly, clearly they set it up. They're not just going to let Offset have this whole production and they didn't know about it. So Rolling Loud clearly gave it to A-OK. Like, yeah, because because they did do because the they magazine the publicity spread. Thing. They wanted everybody, they wanted to be in the limelight. Look what happened yeah. at Rolling Loud. Like, Offset is He just, played himself. Like, he did. Car- we saw Cardi. We didn't even have to hear one word that Cardi said. Yeah. We saw I, her facial expression. I still want to know what we, she we said. We saw her facial expression and we saw her body language that that she was, first of all, she was uncomfortable. It took her by surprise mm-hmm. and it pissed her off. Like, you're embarrassing me. And I'm it, trying to do my, do my craft. Yeah. And, and you're coming out here making a fool out of yourself. Yeah. It's disgusting to see other men participate in this Everybody as well. Yeah, because, Instagram, take, because take who, offset back. who was that that was like, take offset back? 50 Cent said it. 50 couple, Cent, couple, the game. The game. A couple uh, people 21 said Savage it. brought offset on stage and said, oh, take yeah. party back. And just when I said I was, 21 was the only rapper that I could like and he does something well, like that. No, no, we won't. We're not going to cancel That's, that's not, that's, but, but then again, I saw it. something where Amber Rose did something, she messed up and he was like, you mess up once. You mess up once, and I'm done with you, or something along the lines of that. Yeah, but still, he made a fool out of himself. But the thing is, Offset, this is emotional abuse at its greatness. Like this is a great Why personification. Why are you badgering her? Yeah, and then you're making her feel like, like she's the one that's wrong for making not her feel you guilty. Back. Yeah, you're making her feel guilty by you getting cheated multiple times. Y'all are married and have a baby, and you continue to cheat. What do you think a person is going to do? You can have as much money as you want, buy me a car, whatever. Oh, she don't want to go through it anymore. Yeah, like, and for the, the men line. saying that, oh, he only cheated twice. That's it. Take him back. Once that's is not enough. that big. Like, what are you talking about? Like. Because you know what? That's because that they're mindset. so used to, especially in the media and people that are rich and famous, they're so used to if somebody buys you something, suddenly it's okay again. You bought me this car, suddenly I got to take you back. Suddenly I'm not mad anymore. But even, but even, even just in, um, and just relationships in general, especially what we see around us, the mo- the narrative you see most is the baby mother and the baby father break up and they get back together eventually. Especially in the hood, that's yeah. that's the same narrative. But mm-hmm. then even Cardi's live stream after I saw it, the yeah. whole situation, it kind of made me feel bad because I do feel like the public is guilting her to get back. And with they're badgering Offset. him. Yeah, and, and yeah, she's like, she's, I don't want y'all to be bad. They're gaslighting him. Like, they're gaslighting him, and then they're guilting her. Yeah, and then it's also then it's also well, and then the people that's not in support to it is bad badgering is, is literally like dragging him. dragging him and, and she's like don't do that either. she's that's like don't do that any feel, me, that's not gonna make me feel any better don't yeah. do that either yeah. and like, i didn't like how he said i wanted to spend the holidays with cardi and my baby y'all can still spend the holidays together you're just you're, not spending you it as her as her y'all husband can, right y'all can still spend the holiday together you have a child you don't have to be in a relationship for that and what about your other kids Right. I mean, what about your other kids? I mean, we understand you just had cultures, so of course, you know, it's still fresh and new and whatever. But but that's the, the whole thing that he said it for is because he meant he wanted to be in a relationship. That's why he said it. Yeah, that's why he said it. If you really wanted to be in this relationship, you, you wouldn't cheating. have been like doing what been you've cheating. been doing. You wouldn't have been cheating. Multiple Cardi times. is done with you. Multiple Let her be times. done. Like, Stop badgering her. Let her be done. Let her focus on her career. Let her focus on her kid. Because her right, on because the baby was going to save the relationship. He was cheating before that. Yes. Because literally, what were cheating they together? while she was pregnant. They were together for two years. 
that was it was like Cardi's Cardi's uh career was taken off. Then she got pregnant. Then she got married. Then it was like you and her got together. Then y'all got married, and then she had the baby. There was literally no time for Cardi to grow, like, into her career, mm-hmm. into what she wanted to be. She's young, like. She just started. I, and I, all this is I honestly do not like young marriages, and I feel like 25 is a young marriage. And it was not necessary, like. It wasn't it necessary. It was not necessary at all. Y'all can keep dating. What, what did you have to get married for so quick? And then the whole, but then the whole entire proposal that was that was publicized. Right. With so the, she probably almost felt guilted into singing. Yes, I mean because you it was in front of a whole crowd. Yes, it isn't was. At, that, isn't that yeah. funny? Isn't that funny how the proposal was this big thing, and now him trying to get her back the, is and, this big thing, and this and the it, marriage wasn't a big a thing either. Yeah. It's, a, it's abuse. It's abuse. Period. Like it's just it's disgusting. So yeah, I think she needs to just be done. Be done. Sister don't is let, done. done. Don't let. I just don't want. Me. I just don't want her to feel guilted into getting back with. Him I don't. I don't think she would. I don't. I don't think that she would allow the public to influence her decision whether she gets back with him or not. A cheater is a cheater. Because so. because she said that she said because you could tell she's still up in the air about it, and I just hate that. Like as like people. And celebrities, people tend to force themselves inside other people's business. Like, we do not know what's going on in behind the closed door. Like, we do not know at all. And it's only what they allow allow for us to see or what people try to dig up and assume about them. And it's disgusting because it's like they have no time to process what they're going through by themselves yeah. the way a regular person would. Mm-hmm. And there's still people at the end of the day, and that's just sickening if you ask me. Yes, it is. And I think that's a great way to end the show. <laughs> um, so thank you for tuning in to the Devon Hour this whole entire season. Um, this is the most consistent season, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Literally, there yeah. was a show every, every single Monday. Yeah. Every single Monday. Yes, very, very consistent. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, next semester, oh, how am I going to upgrade this? How am I going to top this? Who knows? <coughs> Who knows? I doesn't have anything like in plan yet. I don't. I don't have anything planned yet for next <laughs> semester. But um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in every week. Thank you for listening to us talk crap every single week. Um, so yeah. Uh, look forward to all the other shows on WKNJ ninety point three FM. Uh, this whole week is just the last round of shows, and then we will be returning in February. 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 But we come back January 22nd, yes. so basically February. Yep. Hey, Rich. Hello, Rich. I did, of course I had to stop by for your last show. Oh, I mean, no. I, I didn't even we, go just wrap, we just wrapped it up. No, though. I didn't even go to my final today, but I made sure to come here to see you. Goodbye. Show. Do you have something to say before I end this show? It's been a pleasure sharing this radio station with Devin this semester. He's a great head of the station, and I appreciate him letting me on the show consistently, despite yeah. his disagreements with how I act here. <laughs> Nah, but thank you so much, Devin. It's been so much fun, and we'll be back in January. February. February. Period. Really? You waiting that long? Well, we need to... <laughs> it's a whole scheduling situation, honey, but it's fine. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you in February.